and welcome back to the football show with the sports babble. I still haven't really tied down a name for it yet. No, I was thinking about there. Uh, I've oh, got the, the babble screen, obviously, thanks to Stevie O'Rourke, who's twice now he's been mentioned on our two podcasts this week. Give us that one. Um, so I'll try, I will try to get one for the sports babble, uh, the football show. Just myself and Brendan on this week. Uh, just another podcast this week. Um, very, very busy to try to get a, a video and all set up and try to get it edited and stuff. But um, the Prince of Rome is making his long awaited return next week. He is, yeah. Earthquake coming back it next should week. Should be a good crack of the three of us. Yeah, it's, he, he's been off since Arsenal have been winning. <laughs> Which is interesting, you would think it would yeah, be the opposite. It would be, be his prime time to come at us. He's, uh, he's bound to be biting to get right back in and talk up. Um, all Arsenal have been doing, which they have been, you know, in fairness, been in good form. But, um, yeah, it should be interesting to see what he says. I'd say he's got something smart to say anyway. He's bound to have had it all built up now, hasn't he? He's probably been taking notes and all, like, and... Oh, wait. He's yeah. stat attack, he'd come in with a oh, pure stat attack. absolute stat, man. He'd have <laughs> running it past Adrian and all, practicing it with her and everything, like, and... <sighs> well, we can't wait to come back, Jake, and, and all the our, our millions of fans can't wait either, so we'll see you back <laughs> next week. But, um... We've a couple of things to get through this week. We'll announce our competition winner because before we come on, we did draw the winner. Um, so he's going to be getting himself 12 free haircuts. We'll announce that towards the end of the show. Hopefully I'll not forget. It was um, a meal, by the way. It, just give it away. It was a meal, yeah. Um, rather large meal as well. Yes, he's rather large. He is rather large. Um, so we'll get stuck in... I don't know where to start because last week we played against Liverpool played against Chelsea, so I feel like we should briefly talk about what happened there and maybe let's briefly uh, talk about how it. you flukily came away with a oh with a draw. Um, but what really and truly when you got down to it, Chelsea were the better side. Yeah, my face just went a bit weird there. Um, <laughs> flukily got back into it. Um, it was a fluky goal, but I was not very happy with our Belgian. It was. Well, if you believe Willian, it wasn't a fluky goal. But I know. Did you see that? If you, um, I don't know if he was joking or not, but um, if you, if you look at it, he's crossing it. Um, he, Willian's been quite good the last two games. I think he's starting tonight against Swansea. Okay. Um, as far as I'm aware, Eden Hazard's having a wee rest, um, and Willian's going to come in. Um, but yeah, he, he was good when he came on. I think he did sort of have an impact definitely uh, and he fronted up I don't know who it was it was, was a clavan he fronted up or um, might have been too hard I'm not it might have been Moreno could have been um, but he jinked past somebody anyway and then he was he was chipping out into the, to the back post which when many of the nets you know shouldn't be getting beat from there he shouldn't be getting beat um, f- with you know with a chip but um the right idea anyway to hang it up in there and, and sort of test them out because like, I actually don't think Chelsea looking back on it did that enough probably like when they know he can be dodgy like he's known to be dodgy um, but the least uh, probably draw probably was a fair result but like the, it was the least Chelsea deserved yeah I like, was, um, was going to win it it was going to be Seth Fabregas on the end of it yeah. assisting someone for the 12 minutes he came on what, what do you make of that? Would you start? If, would you start Fabregas? <clears throat> I was a agree- like I agreed with the starting lineup when I first saw it, so I can't go back and say I yeah. wouldn't have started him. The only thing I might have done was bring him on earlier. I think um, we were all sitting watching the game, and Bakayoko wasn't wasn't Bak- at it. Bakayoko wasn't at it, um, and at times, like I like Bakayoko, and I think he still you know needs his chance, 
Um, you know, he still he hasn't started a lot of games. Um, and he's still getting used to the Premier League. I think you need a season to get used to the Premier League. Um, I'll always allow a player a season's gracefully. Um, and I think he's been decent at times. Like, he hasn't been all bad. Just at times, when you're playing one of the big six, um, I think he needed to be a wee bit more mindful about what was behind him. Um, there was times that um, Liverpool were playing it in from the... Um, Defence in the most solid feet a lot in the first half, and Moreno or who's on the other side? Um, uh, Oxley Chamberlain. Yeah, were coming in and just basically running through our midfield and getting the other side of Bakayoko, and it meant that Salah could lay it off and go in behind, and he was doing that a lot. Like, oh, do you mean fullback? Sorry, it was Joe Gomez. Yeah, yeah, on the other side. Sorry, yeah. Um, do you know what I mean by that? Though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought the first half down that side, Liverpool were very good. Very good. Um, and then I said to you actually, I was surprised that Salah switched then. Yeah. In the second half, um, even though he he scored from when he well, switched. Yeah, he directly came <laughs> towards down the middle. Yeah, but yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I thought Fabregas getting back to to that point. Um, it was the right idea going in away from home at Liverpool to go slightly more defensive. Fabregas, um, I was reading something today that um, he's made in the last sort of five to seven games when uh, N'Golo Kante was out injured. It's the most tackles he's made per game in his career uh, on average, which shows you that, you know, that he, it's not his natural game, obviously it's plain to say, but he... Under, I think he believes in Conte. Like he, he believes in that you know the whole team benefits from from mm-hmm. him doing that sort of thing, and he obviously doesn't want to do it. But if he's called upon, he will do it. I know. Um, obviously, having Conte in there is helps. Um, it does help. What, what did you make the drink water starting? Um, he, he nearly scored, and he got in through twice in the first half. But then that's all. He didn't notice him the rest of the game. He wasn't. Yeah, a couple of times Hazard. Beautiful balls played him in, um, and there was one in particular that he took an extra touch or something, and he should have. He tried a toe poke it past Manili, and he should have just uh, put it in the back of the net. Um, but I think that was maybe a step too far, like putting him in there as well as yeah. Bakayoko. Yeah. Um, I know they went with Hazard and behind Morata. Um, I think they were worried of what Liverpool could do going forward, weren't they? And wanted a bit more. Yeah, it was sort of though like. They were worried, and that's why the the bond the three of them in there. But then, they thought that would be enough. They didn't actually apply. Yeah, you know, it looked at times in the first half, and as good as uh, Hazard was the best player on the pitch. Yeah, by miles. And if Coutinho, if Barcelona want to pay one hundred fifty million for Coutinho, then someone's gonna have to pay three hundred for Hazard. Yeah. Um, he's just he's outstanding. Like he's scary when he doesn't play for your team. Yeah. Um, but at times it just looked like it was just. Defend and then it was just Hazard and Murata. There was nobody else. There was nobody else available. I know we just said drink water got three once, but there didn't seem to be any support for the two lads. Alonso had a strange game and then came on to it in the second half. Yeah. Zappa Costa, I didn't realise until I obviously I'd seen him in a full game. He can. He's got some delivery on him. Yeah. And I know. I know. He, he can. He did. Um, he did cross in for one of the goals in the Champions League when he first arrived. Yeah. Or even his goal that flew in the top corner, remember as well. But that he cross can, that went in. Yeah, he can really, really. I don't even know, he's a very good passer the ball too. Like he's very, very. I like him. He's underrated, I think. He's, 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 he's like Aspilicueta Mark II. Yeah. 
Um, I have a habit. I'm happy to start him. You know, yeah. in games like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, I have. I wouldn't be cautious about him starting. Whereas with some players who are in the squad, you would be a wee bit don't know about that. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm happy enough with him starting. I think he's solid. Christensen was good. Again. At Chelsea again. Cahill not so much. No, not surprising. No. Um, I, I, Gary Cahill is like one of these footballers that you can't really hate. He just seems like a nice fella, but. And look, he's won. Well, he's won the Champions League now, hasn't he? He's won league titles. He's been there. He's plays for England. But there's just something not. Is he in the camp? Harry Kane's in the camp. I think Harry Kane is. He yeah. was at a stage. He, he was. Captain, a stage, though, you know what I mean as well. Yeah. He has. <coughs> it's like he has the. Not he's trying to be John Terry, but he has the passion. He appears to have the passion. He appears to have the love of the club. He obviously hasn't been there. Uh, as long as John Terry was, but he's that he's really bought into it. Like yeah, he's really yeah. He's that brash centre half, dives at everything, hundred percent commitment to the cause. Like yeah, actually, he's, a, he's he's quite a good footballer too. Yeah, but there just seems to be something that he just a bit like you were saying that get the ball in the box because you think like Liverpool will clearly give you something. And Glenn Hoddle was happy enough to, to point that out to us every two minutes <laughs> on the commentary. Um. But it, it, the probably the worst comment I could play to him was Gary Cahill wouldn't look out of place at centre half for Liverpool at the minute. Yeah, I don't do you know, you know what I mean? It's that better stuttering and yes, and it's indecisiveness. Yeah. Whereas Christensen is young and Asmukweta is just he's brilliant. Yeah, and they just look so solid. And even for the goal, like I seen another photo of it today. There's like there's three or four defenders who know what they're about to do. No, Bakayoko gives it away and Oscar Chamberlain comes in and gets it but Cahill you can tell Cahill's all over the place yeah. and then it goes in it was interesting it was an interesting game it wasn't an amazing game it wasn't the best game these two teams have had no but, well there's been some crackers but um, um, it was it was interesting because obviously Salah was just frightening Salah. Chelsea and Hazard was frightening Liverpool and yeah it was like as I said you, you know Salah I hope he has a great season after that um, and I didn't um, obviously wanted him to have a good game against Chelsea but he did and it sort of shows I know that people are split on, on that sort of thing about do you celebrate at an old club or not um, I think it's an, it's it's classy when a player doesn't celebrate Yeah. unless there's you know unless there's um, some sort of previous you know beef there or there's if you leave with animosity happened, or something's happened then fair enough yeah um, but I I don't I don't I don't care if listen if if Torres had have scored um, instead of passing at that time and then absolutely fired himself at, down at the cop the way Adebayor did I'd have been fuming but there would be a part of me going yeah that's you know that's fair enough yeah like the way Adebayor did against Arsenal I saw it the other day again <laughs> yeah um, it is so ridiculous it is like ridiculous it's the most he's like, ever run his life um I I'm really I don't really mind either way on it. Uh, I just thought it was a, it was an it was, it, nice. It, it, that's just that's Mo Salah though. Yeah, yeah. That's you that's know he's a quiet man. man. Um, and it wasn't interviewed after the game or anything. Just no. sort of gets on with and yeah. you know put up. He was talking about Eden Hazard. I think they're very friendly. <laughs> yeah. Um, after the game, he crunched him as well in the game as well. At one Did point. I, I didn't yeah. say that. But um, he yes, I remember that. No, mm-hmm. I actually caught him in the shin. Mm-hmm. Um, he he put up an Instagram post of him and Hazard after the game and all, and them chatting away. Um, but both. Performed very well. It was Azar's first half. It was Salah's second half. I think. Yeah. Salah. I mean, I was I was saying I was watching it with my dad, and I was saying he's so strong, 
for, for being so small. Man. Yeah, him and Hazard are exactly the same. Yeah, they must be the same. And this may sound weird, but they like stick their ass in yeah, to, to the, the defender, the big holes. And, yeah, yeah, and shield the ball basically. Um, but it's brilliant the, the way it's done, and then it's been away and they have the pace to go. When Chelsea were in the ascent in the second half, I think they were trying to get the equaliser. Um, and Salah was basically up there on his own but when the ball dropped his feet I was still scared you know Aye. that he was Christensen did very well on him yeah. that chance towards the end of the second mm. half where he just backpedaled 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 and showed him yeah. on the other side and then was able to get the ball um, Hazard tortured Henderson in midfield a couple of times and he just skipped away from him and it was brilliant but now all in all I always said like and people have listened to the show before when you're playing at home no matter who you're playing you want to win and a draw isn't a great result but it, Suppose you have to take it when you're playing the league champions. Yep. Um, Everton have went and brought Big Fat Sam back instead of Big Fat David Unsworth. Instead of well, Big Big Dave's still there. Like, um, they'd be two serious bouncers. And <laughs> um, that's Everton looked like a dirty, stingy nightclub now with those two at the door. But um, we got a we got a tweet uh, from a certain cousin of yours, yes, uh, Kieran, who's out in Lanzarote. Uh, he's really not doing himself any fear if he wants to go to this wedding. I mean, by this constant slagging. But he's out in Lanzarote and he's an Everton fan. He's not in a position to slag, really, is he? Yeah, he? he isn't. Like, but fair play to him, he'll do. <laughs> uh, he's a bit older, though, so he probably could handle himself. Yeah. He'll probably should leave him alone. Anyway, he asked, do we think that Big Sam, like, basically, what can he do? Can he turn it around? Now, obviously Sam has history of doing this. He's yes. done it with everyone. That's why he gets hired. He's like a hired gun. Yeah. Like, in a... In a uh, crime film you know it gets hard in like in Piggy <laughs> Blinders if you're watching it the man's been hired in um, Adrian Gillen's playing that character I can't Mr. Bomber or something he's been hired in he's a hard gun no, Sam Ardice is like the hard gun coming in you're going to get us out of trouble um, this this time though I don't know there's something uh, he, he, at Sam you know what he, he's going to do he's going to make them he put his blueprint up on Sky Sports at the start of the year he was on that oh. thing and it was like uh, when your haters or something daft when you're Earl Jules something I can't remember what it was now but it was mad I'll try to pull it up here on, on the laptop he gave a lot of detail he gave a lot he? of detail he did <coughs> it was not very inspiring no Um. but do you think he can turn it around at Everton or do you think I've got I don't know whether it's because I'm Liverpool in there Everton and I'm hoping that they get relegated or <laughs> you know there's just something doesn't feel I don't know I know I know what you're saying <clears throat> the first thing I would want to say though is I don't think Everton will get relegated. I, okay. I, I don't th- see it going that far. It's the sort of... They're in the sort of <coughs> slump where their season is... I mean, somebody worked it out. They can only finish, uh, you know... I don't know what it is, but they, they can't finish maybe in the top four. Hopefully it's 17. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, with the points they've got now. Um, but it depends. Can I... The Allardyce Survival Blueprint. I just pulled it up there. This Allardyce Survival. You carry on there and I'll, I'll, I'll have a read through this here. But um, th- it depends. As you say, turn it around. What that means for Everton fans, what it means for the club, what it means for... Remember at the start of the season, Everton were talking about if we can win the league. Exactly. We, well... No, they we were. Come, they were. They, they were. were. They were talking about, but they were talking about we can come close. We can challenge top four. We can break into that upper yeah, echelon, whatever it is. Yeah. 
Um, and they have done the opposite. They've broken into the bottom three. They've yeah. broken into the bottom four. Um, how... Uh, signings... They didn't sign a striker. They, they didn't replace Lukaku. And they just went out and signed a load of boys who had a good name. You know, That's there seemed to be no... Um, I know they talk about... And Arsenal have just hired one, a director of football, who Jack was um, keen to imagine. Yeah. And I'm sure he'll talk about it next week. Um, but a director of football gives you your, your football direction to go in. They have, it doesn't they seem have to be Steve one. Wallace there. Um, and it, the wheels have seriously come off of whatever. He was obviously at Leicester. But they really haven't cracked the code there with anything. Um, they, they're signings. Yeah, they, did, they spent loads of money and it was fair play to them. Just chucking money all around him like a drunk in a casino thinking he's hit the big time here and like they're, they're sinking I, I well, his blueprint here right it says clean sheets don't lose possession in your own half which is you know like well done yeah. play the first pass forward that's nice uh, win knockdowns and transitions just just says set pieces <laughs> doesn't, doesn't say, say anything just set pieces that Exploit the opposition's weaknesses. Oh, technical oh, yeah. genius. And quality in the final third. They don't have any quality in the final third. At the moment, they don't. They don't. Um, Gilfie Sigurdsson is an alright player. Yeah. Does quite well for Iceland. Did quite well for Swansea last year. Yeah. He's... Didn't do anything at Tottenham. No. No. Uh, he's no one to fire the ball at. Niasi, I have a soft spot for because of what happened to him under Koeman last year and he was basically chucked out and... He's come back, and that's fair enough. That's nice. And he's been their best player this year. Yeah, he's done quite well. Calvert Lewin's a young player that you know you just give him a bit. Give him a bit. I don't think he's. I personally don't think Calvert Lewin, um, will be like an Everton great or anything like. But you know he's there. He'll do a job. He's a young player. Do a job. But they, they've nothing. Sandro hasn't hit the ground running. Scored. He scores first goal, uh, in the Premier League at the weekend. He <sighs> scored. I, I, I think you know he's maybe only. Has he only scored one goal? I think he's uh, only it's not the, many. Like I think he's only maybe it was a rubber league. <laughs> he scored. Oh, well, yeah, that fateful rubber league champion. You know, I, I, I always joke and say about getting that relegated, but I would miss the derby massively. Um, and I know Everton fans that would be very like, be devastated about it. Like so, yeah. I, but this is just. And I heard Leon Osman before you came over tonight talking on um, Five Live. Leon Osman, like one of Everton's best players the last decade or so, like one of the, one of the most consistent players anyway. Yeah. in midfield. Everton through and through. Everton through and through, yeah. And he's actually very good on, on the radio as well. Like He's good commentary and he, he's knowledgeable. He was asked by Mark Chapman, did you feel this? On, do, are you happy with this? Are you inspired by this? And this is his reply. <laughs> Down the live radio, microphone the night. And that's Everton fans all over. And the football club, like, I don't know what is going on there. Mashiri was talking about trying to get Simeone in. What? They've got a, a distorted view of where they are like you are on the brink of primary league not on the brink of primary league relegation but you're on the brink of a of a relegation battle yeah Dave not, Simeone would look at that and run the other way they're talking about Mishiri wants to sign Cavani he wants to sign World. nobody's going to go near Everton no they need like all right, this might be a thing where he gets them steady now right he'll do I, that he, he will do that I think but my, my whole issue is like if I was Everton my, I'd have no hair left I'd be that annoyed at them because you go in the start of the year, you give Koeman, who did very well to happen, and like he will, like he's not bad. You give him a load of money, you buy Goff, 
and it starts to unfold. But before that, there you talked about all like you were saying, challenging for this, challenging for that. And within what it's November, and they're they are fighting for relegation now almost. Like yeah. if they get beat tonight by West Ham, which is a massive game. It's a huge way. game, and they're playing old um, angry kids, dad, Moisey. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like. I actually feel sorry for everything. Like I do feel sorry for them. It is funny. Look, we're playing in the derby in a couple of weeks. That'll be interesting. Who knows? It's a derby. Like, I don't know what's going to happen there. Yeah. But yeah, Sam Allardyce he's done so well. Sunderland has kept up. Uh, he did really well at Bolton when he came up. Blackburn he kept up. West Ham when he got up. Um, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace he kept up. I don't know. There's just something about this time just doesn't. And and if they get relegated, you're looking at another league here. And there's not a mission they get that new stadium built either. The whole thing will be cowed. The 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 bind of up top they're bound to written off like written off the season in terms of <coughs> progress. Um the they can't progress now in this season. They have to it's one of those ones where they have to stay in the Premier League, scrub it off and move on as best they can with a proper plan this time. You can't just go out and sign a load of players as I said before with names or throw a load of money at players um, as you said Sigurdsson you know yes he was one of Swansea's best players as was uh, Fernando Llorente who both left but he, ha- he hadn't made it at that Tottenham level no he did not, not Tottenham. that that level that Tottenham I know have sort of moved up from now but you know behind the, the bigger Clubs in the Premier League, Tottenham, Everton, Southampton to an extent, you know, in round there, they should have, somebody should have, you know, none of the big, bigger boys were in for Sigurdsson, so that should tell you something. Should, they should have left, they should have set signings off for them. Like, yeah. And I know you can maybe find, like, nobody's been for Coutinho, and Liverpool bought him, mm. right, and and different things, and we brought Aspilicueta, he's snip on the radar, we've talked about him tonight, yeah. but, um, like that was when I seen when they spent that money on him, that was just those what, players hadn't played in the Premier League. Aspilicueta, yeah, um, <clears throat> and Tino, I, yeah, that's where you're gonna get your diamond in the rough. Yeah, you know that. No, it didn't seem to be any of that. They didn't seem to go out and try and get what Davy Classen. Should we knew about him when he was going to be quite slow and yeah. thought about him being the next Lalana and all like coming in. Like I see that he's just he's not he's not predictable. That, that. He was on the world stage. Everyone knew. Yeah, you know. Um, I what Everton should have done if it was me. Was just go and say to Burnley, another one after Marco Silva, but whatever. Went and said to Burnley, "What's your price?" Because, and like people are gonna say, "Well, Sean Dyke gets this thing because he's I think it's because he's English as well." Like, and Burnley do park the bus the old time, and he gets this thing. But if you watch them this year, he has completely changed the way they play. They didn't play at all like they're playing now. Most of their games, like they did last season, he's completely he has sat down. He's done his own new blueprint, and he started, and they're flying. And if I was Mashiri and Everton, I, I would have went. Do you know what? No, we'll go and get Sean Dyche. We'll get him in now. He can change it around a little bit. Some are just going to get them playing a certain way where they don't concede that many and they start nicking goals or whatever. But Sean Dyche could get them where they go back up because it's not just about. What I wanted to make the point was, if I was Everton, it's not just about surviving now. It's only November, all right. Coming in December, obviously a couple of days. This should now be Everton have a chance. They could have got someone in. It wasn't working ones with. Didn't work with Cumin. And we kick on, and we aim for top ten now. Stable ourselves, and then we go after it again next year. Have a good run in the FA Cup. Have a good run in the cup or something. Do it that way instead of just hitting massive panic stations. Bring this big meathead in. He's going to be full on red wine every night, and I just despair from them now. 
what you're saying about Dykes there, I think, is interesting because Burnley, like, one of the lowest budgets in the Premier League, bound to be. If not the them and Bournemouth are bound to be down there, yeah. Yeah. Um, and look what he's done. Uh-huh. And there is no doubt that Everton have, that well, obviously do have funds to spend, even though they spent stupid money, they have money to spend. And nothing, you know, I'm not saying anything about Burnley, but Everton's a bigger club. And. Everton, see the um, trophies Everton have won and the fan base Everton Everton are really a, a top 6 top 7 club they're, 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 people say they're 7th because they haven't won in a while and whatever but Spurs only won a league cup or two recently like, I know they've finished top Champions League a couple of positions more but really there's not there's not loads of difference between those two in size of fan base those two clubs so yeah. Everton should have been looking at that there and thinking right, we can go on from here Yeah. but instead they've went and Shut the bed to use a, a term and I just uh, I, and Martin O'Neill was rumoured as well what was going on like I, I only heard that <laughs> I think that was only thrown in for a laugh wasn't it like a, a, I hope it was like yeah. um, but um, and people say you know well what's the difference between Sean Dyche and, and, and Sam Allardyce I know you're you're making the point there that there is a massive difference like Dyche has built something Allardyce just comes in and Allardyce built something of Bolton but when they came up and he had Okacha and stuff and they played quite well but it wasn't like you wouldn't have you wouldn't really remembered you know, you'd remembered individual performances from that Bolton team when he came up you didn't you know say I mean? you'd remembered Kevin Davies' elbows and Kevin Nolan was good and Okacha forget about his elbows yes but with this Burnley team like you watch how they fire the ball like they played at Everton 25 passes it was boom goal it's a style of play He's completely changed it, and I, I, I'm a big fan of Sean Dyche. I'm a big fan of Sean Dyche, and um, yeah, I just, I, I just was, I can't have a Sam Allardyce, and when I seen that going over, and it's like, oh, why? And he'll love this too because Sam Allardyce now, all around him, he's Jurgen Klopp's in the same city, and down the road in Manchester's Pep Guardiola and Jose Mourinho. Yeah. So the four big clubs in the northwest, and he they have, like and he's right slap by him. He'll love that. His ego will be so massive now. Yeah. Yeah, I've been brought in again. I'm a hero again. Yeah, look at me. I'm going to stop these three mugs, these three four managers. I'm going to grind out one nils or nil nils against them. Look what I can do. He'll love all that. He'll lap that up too. The time he did it, he um, did it against Chelsea. Um, I'm trying to remember, but I remember... Was it with West Ham? His press conference afterwards, it was. And Mourinho said about playing long balls, and he just laughed. That is the picture I have in my head there when you said he grind out nil nils, he grind out one nils. Yeah. He lap it up as you say and Him, Pardew and I have written about this in my column, I'm not gonna give too much away. Him, Pardew, Hodgson and Moyes are best known for, for gifts. Hmm. That's what they're known for. Not their style of managing, because it's atrocious. It's for gifts. Moyes is the celebration when United score, like in, I think it's against Sunderland or something, he's going, ah he's celebrating he really does look like Henry Kid a kid's dad. Hodgson's where he's rubbing his face or uh, that one where uh, your mum says she's going to come home with dinner and it's something different and your head drops. Pardew's he says the, hello to people and then they're walking past. Yeah, yeah, and his head drops. Pardew's the dance at the FA Cup final. Yeah. And Sam Allardyce is that laugh or whatever. It's the laugh he does at um, the Swansea defender. Remember? Yes. So we're going to start yeah, a fight yeah. with him. Sam Allardyce laughs his head off at him. But Sam Allardyce is back. Pardew's back. Moyes is back. Hodgson's still there. I don't want to watch Premier League anymore. Pardew, I, I want to make a quick point on him. Mm-hmm. I know you probably talk about this in your article. But at um, at a time he 
looked alright. You know, I was looking back on his at Newcastle on his career. At yeah. Newcastle, he got Premier League Manager of the Year, LMA Manager of the yeah. Year. Yeah, no, no, he, he, um, he did well. At Newcastle. It's just then afterwards, he just it, got too big for him. It um, and then when you look at his um, take away, you know, the whole management side of it, and look at the incidents he's been involved in. Yeah, that's a real laugh. Yeah, it is. He's a complete lunatic. Um, but you know, at Newcastle, um, he got them European football. He got them top six, I think, didn't he? Yeah, maybe even fifth. Um, he did very well. He did. He did do very well at Newcastle, and and but then, as you said, it was the instance came afterwards, and then it was the fact you realised actually, hang on, he's he's on a massive ego trip as well. Yeah. And he said today he was talking about um. I think us English managers or British managers get it tough because we can say too much, obviously because we, we speak English, yeah. whereas the foreign managers can say um, we didn't do good or something along those lines and we get away with it. And I was like, oh, here he goes, straight in, two foot again, like, yeah. talking nonsense. There's a real bitterness from English managers towards the foreign managers, isn't there? Like, it's real... Especially from him, and he said things like that before. There's nine British managers in the Premier League now, nine, eight or nine, right? They're all in the bottom half of the league, I think, apart from maybe Daesh. I think Burnley are up there now, aren't they? Um, obviously, they're yeah, behind Liverpool. Yeah. Um, uh, none of them have won major trophies. Do you know what I mean? The, although, like, that does not surprise me. Like, it, do you know what it is, though? It's not the fact that they're English or British or, you know, wherever they're from. It's the fact the same ones keep yeah. getting the job. Yeah. That's the issue. They're all ancient. <laughs> yeah. They've combined the age of... Three hundred and ten. Yeah, um, that wouldn't be far off, probably. No, probably not. Um, That's Hodgson alone. It's it's not. Um, Addy Howe is the only one that I can think of who's on the young side. Um, Sean Dice quite Dyche, young too. Yeah, yeah. yeah Dice yeah. was was the other one I was going to give who um, isn't you know a dinosaur. I think um, Podge is young. I don't think Podge is fifty yet, but he's just been around. He's been around, and he has that. Stigma around him, that old English. That he'll West Brom are gonna say where they are. Like, that's. Do you know what I mean? That should have been Michael O'Neill's job if he was really available for it. Yeah, there's a, a prime example of. Yeah. Um, I know Michael O'Neill might not be that much younger than Pardew if he even is younger, but it's fresher. Yeah, I think that's that's yeah. more the uh, you yeah. know hundred percent. Not, we're not being ageist in terms of. An old manager, but um, I may as well be ages, who cares? Yeah, um, it, it's the it's a fresh idea, you know. As you say, you know what party's gonna do, you know what Alex is gonna do, you know what Hodgson's gonna do. Hodgson is one of the worst, um, yeah, he hasn't managed your club, you know what that feels like, <laughs> but like, um, I know Brandon Rogers might want to stick at Celtic, but like, that's a, a whole other. Yeah, he doesn't get talked about at the minute. Road to go down, you know what that's I mean? also going to be a an article because um, they're not invincible. They've been down in, in Europe, but we'll talk about that in my article. Um, no, hundred percent. I'm I'm glad we got to rant off about Big Sam and what's going on in English football because I find it a wee bit depressing. Like that, that these boys are in it. Like do you know what I mean? It's a wee bit like where's the where's the adventure and teams like teams really panicking. If you look at the table, you're it's not as if you're like thirty points off getting safe like do you know what I mean you can turn things around I know it's, it's talked about as a disaster and, and all the rest of it but um, like if, if it was February or March and you're this far behind then I think right well hang on but no um, 
I asked you to think of on the WhatsApp group to think of your favourite um, Chelsea game because obviously unfortunately for Brenton he's a Chelsea fan fortunately um, although your big brother's a United fan I don't, still don't really know how that happened yeah that just meant it worse that's, saying that's that. dad is a Celtic or Celtic <laughs> Chelsea. dad is a Chelsea fan don't know how that happened nah, yeah. who, who knows um, but yes we'll get Kevin on at some point go tell me then your favourite Chelsea moment if you have one um, or what? what is what's the story behind it what's well there's I was saying this to you there's there's a couple of games obviously you can think of um the, the obvious one that every Chelsea fan will tell you about is Champions League final Munich yep um, 19th of May 2012 yep um, unbelievable night um, it seemed to be as Gary Neville said that, that night um, written in the stars it seemed that whole season Chelsea didn't have a great season in the Premier League um, changed managers um, De Matteo came in well took the reins um, and there's no way you would have dreamed um, that was going to happen at no. that stage no um, Chelsea were in the face of doing that was second manager you know halfway through the season um, is there a manager just, I know you can I'm taking it off course here but are, is, is I think I know who it is is there a manager that Chelsea got rid of that you wish they hadn't you know who it is. Yeah, I think I know who it is. I think we've met, you mentioned it before. Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah, that's who I thought it was. Like, how can you get rid of that man? I, I, <laughs> it was it was the scene after he won a Premier League and an FA Cup. Yeah. What? In his first year. Yeah. It's like sacking Antonio Conte. He, now. It's he, worse than that. He really should. I know Conte's done well. He really should still be manager at Chelsea. Like he shouldn't have had to go off, and I know he did quite well when he went off. Um, but yeah, he didn't really, do too badly. No, he didn't do too badly at all. But but I'm not surprised because of the caliber. You really loved him. Loved him. I think the players you talked about this before. I mean, players absolutely. Frank Lampard is a Lampard. huge fan of his. When the Chelsea players are asked, well, the, the Chelsea players who are around and, and who are seen as you know, not legends, but like in that period where Chelsea were very successful, <laughs> um, <coughs> if they're asked, they all say Jose Mourinho was playing under Jose Mourinho. When he came into the Premier League, um, two thousand and four, it was just the best. Was the best because he won two Premier Leagues back to back, and he brought a whole new mentality to the club. I, I think that was the that, best Chelsea team I've seen. Yeah, it's the best Chelsea team I've seen because yeah. I'll talk about it because that's the other moment. I know it's not a moment, but that that's season um, is is what sprung to mind when you said that. Um, but the point I was making is that. When they say their Mourinho bit, they have to say their Mourinho bit. I think it's just a thing that you know Terry Lampard. They all say Jose Mourinho is the the one. Um, Ancelotti always gets a mention, and when Mourinho left from that period to when he came back, Ancelotti's the one that you go. Obviously, you know yeah. he's the man, and it's. It always helps when you, you like the manager as a person as well. The way apparently he ran things, you know, he was a real good man-manager. I think that's all the thing Frank Lampard always says about him. I think, um, I don't know, is it, is it, was it in an article or something, but Lampard said a whole piece on him and he said um, his man-management skills, he, he was brilliant at that right. as well as a football 
Yeah, brilliant. Because um, that's interesting because yeah. at Bayern Munich he seems to he seemed to have lost a bit of that or something and the players were I think Bayern Munich what was wrong with Bayern Munich was they were too used to being uh, trained by Pep and it being so intense and, and like every day being a new idea and different yeah. things and then when Carlo came in it was too much for them but no it's interesting that it's actually because he's one, he's one manager that I've sort of always thought maybe Liverpool you know that could have been nice but then what would happen to Istanbul I don't really know if he could ever do that on AC Milan yeah um he certainly like, but he always had good grace about him when he came to Anfield, and he talked. He always talked about it when he was at Anfield with the teams and stuff, and he, you know, he didn't ever held him back or anything, and there he never said anything bad about it. He just always had a nice way with him. It seems yeah. like, and, well, I'd like to see him back in management soon. Yeah, but you were talking about I mean, the two thousand. He would like, definitely like probably the lead job when Conte goes to Milan. Um, um, sadly yourself. Uh, well, they've got rid of Montella. Catrice. <laughs> um, Catrice. I know he's in, but he's lunatic. Oh five, oh four, oh five, right? Can I just before you get into this? Can I just tell you a moment in oh four, oh five that I'll always remember? Yeah. And it's not like the Champions League or anything out there, which obviously was good for us. The one talk about, yes. Um, but it was actually it was a Saturday afternoon, right? And um, I was at home. I was not playing football anymore. I'd gone through a period where I hadn't been playing football, so I was at home. I used to go down and watch Bamford's time playing where it wasn't, and RTE would show live games. Right? Yes. and we somehow got it on the TV in the house in Banbridge and was, my mum was going daft because it wasn't Liverpool playing it, Chelsea were playing I think it was like I think it was Blackburn it might have been Bolton but they absolutely done in someone and Aaron Robin and Damien Duff were frightening and I remember sitting there going holy Moses yeah. this team is on and at this point there was no real massive rivalry between Liverpool and Chelsea Mourinho we hadn't played this yet I don't think in the League Cup final probably started that season it, started, it did start that season but it hadn't built up just yet um, and I remember watching it going this, these are amazing and their friend at school who was a Chelsea fan as well and he duffed in the back of his top and I remember thinking and actually this is true Bill like, I remember being in Schufer Donaghy's in, in Barnbridge and seeing their way Chelsea top and thinking I could buy that like, and just have a Chelsea top as well but not to <laughs> Chelsea just because of what was going on thankfully I didn't and when my dad hears this I'll probably be barred from the house but I remember they, that team doesn't get talked about enough for me it that really, team. really doesn't get talked about enough. It's one of the best If they'd have won the European Cup that year, that team would have blown a lot of teams away. Blown them away. Um, white white top with the blue cross? Yes. That's the one you're talking about? Yeah. 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 I know it well. Um, I think I had Duff on the back of that top as well. Did you? Myself, yeah. Um, Hope you kept it. I think I have it somewhere. Bound to have it. There's a collection of Chelsea tops um, in a drawer somewhere in the back of the cupboard. Um, but... That season is my moment. Um, I don't know if you're saying there about um, uh, what were we saying there? <laughs> we're being distracted Sorry. because the football's on in the background. I was saying about Duff and Robin and that season and beating the team and there was that Stanford Bridge as well. I know what you're saying. Um, about the European, if they're yeah, they're the one the Champions League. They won the Champions League at the semi final. No, they that did. season. Um, you know they were beat. Uh, all about it um, and phew, I've just sort of forgot about that part of it um, now that you brought it up which was nice um, <laughs> but the, you know one of the best Premier League teams of all time and that's not being biased the amount of records that season um, I don't know if it's is it still the points tally record 95 um, points I think it was 
I think it was topped. I think they went and topped it. Chelsea so. topped it themselves. Yeah. Um, but at the time, the, the amount of records it broke. Um, I think Ancelotti might have topped it. It seems 2011. Maybe, yeah. Um, it seems uh, like it was a breeze. And that's weird because looking back now, we didn't think um, it was going to be like that because it was 50 years since Chelsea won yeah. um, the league. And at the time, I remember thinking, Dad and I were thinking, um, something's going to happen here that's, you know, it's, it's going to go... Pear-shaped. Pear-shaped. It's, it's not going to go in our favour. Um, you know, it, it, it hasn't been for so long. Um, but when you look back on it now, Chelsea ha- ran away with it. In all truth. They were an absolute force. They won it. Played four three three, which wasn't being done. Yeah. Like the let Robin and Duff on one side, Essie and Lampard. And no, Essie was the year after. The year sorry. after. McAlelly, Lampard. Um, I can't remember who the other one was. Usually, the Joe Cole was about as well, was he not? Jeremy played. Jeremy was there. Um, um legend. Very much. They didn't have Ashley Cole just yet. Um, no, that was um. I think so they got Ferreira in, didn't they? And Ferreira the and Carvalho. Carvalho. And Drogba. Did he hear the drug? Did he hear... But that was... season was... His, so he didn't really light the league up that year. Because Duff and, and Robin were doing their thing on the other side and, and Lampard was scoring every time he got near the ball and different things, but... Lampard was the main man that season. Um, which big time helped Drogba. I was talking about earlier on, I briefly mentioned that... He, uh, you need a year's grace in the Premier League. Yeah. And Drogba was given that while winning the Premier League by the likes of Lampard, um, Robin, Duff, um, you know, the rest of them. Um, the Spain is what I always think about. Czech, Terry, Lampard, Drogba are, it's equivalent to your, um, you know, the, you the United teams that everybody talked about about the, the classy players um, you know at the same time Skulls Backham Giggs Navels um, that was our Good Johnson Good Johnson forgot about him um, yeah um, that was our spine do you know what I mean yeah and it was those players at their peak all at the same time Um. Czech has since gone downhill, Jack would argue, at Arsenal. Um, I'm sure he has a few points about that. Um, but Lampard that season was took over the main man role. He scored two goals against Bolton that won Chelsea Premier League in April. Yeah. Um, so it was over in April, do you know what I mean? 20, 20th of April or something. It wasn't even um, that late. Um Scored 13 goals or something, assisted 15. I don't know what it was, but you know, his numbers were very good. They were very good. Um, but when you look at it now, it was, if, uh, it was as if it was a breeze the whole way through. I can't remember being troubled, being troubled, or the only, the only, the only like he's won the league cup against Liverpool, and then the only like I can't remember who put you out in the FA Cup, but um, <coughs> but obviously, Champions League happened and whatever. and different things but yeah in the league he just didn't look trouble it was Thiago I think was my midfield as well was it uh, he's went to Old Trafford in that year and I think he's did he win 1-0 he's went to Old Trafford anyway 
and it was in the new year. Um, I beat United twice. A Sunday game, and you didn't look. And, and United then were, and people might argue now as well, United then were the yardstick. So if you were beating United, um, and people will still say rightly so, if you're beating United now, then you're, you're, going, you're on to win the title. But if you were beating United then, certainly 10, 12 years ago, then you looked like you were firing on all cylinders and heading towards the league title. And I remember Chelsea playing them at Old Trafford, and I, I think I might have got my season mixed up, but I definitely think it was a season. And they just looked much better. They yeah. just looked, they didn't look, fe- there's no fear in them. They knew exactly what they were doing. Everyone knew their jobs. That was the thing as well. Chelsea were a 4 3 3, like a machine, and not like a machine the way Barcelona's 4 3 3 were. Chelsea were like a, like a, like a massive steam engine machine, you know, that way. Yeah. Barcelona's were all fluent and sort of flexible, whereas Chelsea were just rigid, but in a good way, rigid. Yeah. Um, and they were solid. just brilliant. So, so solid. solid. Just uh, in terms of physicality, the play, the play teams off the park, but also they could go the other way, which is what I remember a lot of people saying about it after. If it was a dogged game, if they it was got a tore in, they really did. And you know, Drogba got tore in too, like as a striker. Lampard got tore in. The 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 flair players got tore in as well. Yeah. Um, Duff's a hard we shade. Yeah. You wouldn't want to mess with Duff, like. No, and the amount of work those boys did too, you know, going back no as well. No way. Um, Robin and Duff. And it's another one, Robin, I don't know why Chelsea let go, you know, we were talking about De Bruyne last week, and um, somebody else. Salah. Salah. <laughs> Solanke, who starts Salanke, tonight. Yeah, yeah. Romelu Lukaku. <laughs> I know he's not having a good form with Nile, but Romelu Lukaku. Um, yeah, Robin definitely falls in that category for me. And he was high starting that season. Um, but that's that is um, that season is my sort of moment that I thought, here we go, we're at, we're at the top table. Um, mm-hmm. I um, that season is I mean, it was the first game I was at. Nice. Um, Stamford Bridge, one 0 against Newcastle. I think it was that season. Two one against Newcastle. Solomon Kalu. No, it wasn't. Um, that was the year after season. then yeah um, and the, the the signings as well continued on that next year that must have been pretty exciting as a Chelsea fan yeah that was to go from um, I thought Ronkjaer and stuff who's good now yeah um, oh you can't test the old boys like? no 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 you could go through that but they weren't like the marquee like no. holy shit bags and then next thing you were signing not only you are signing Robin and, and you poached Duff and we wanted Duff um, Mikhail Mikhail we poached him um, big time big time Makaleli came in and I was like oh hang on he can play a bit of football um, then he's uh, who else was it he's a Joe Cole and Lampard had come from West Ham Carvalho and Ferreira had one thing Czech was this meant to be this new superstar goalkeeper turns out he was, was. Um, Essien came the year after mm-hmm. and then on down that you had Michael Ballack arrive and it must have been a really and now you're used to it like yeah um, and it must have been a really mad time as a Chelsea fan to go from, and, and I don't mean this disrespectful, but I mean this in like, in a nice way, like to go from being like what Everton are now, sort of. Yeah, in, in that the, bracket. In that bracket, and then all of a sudden being one of the big boys in world football. Yeah, um, it was, it was super exciting, and it just happened to um, fall in the period where I was really um, starting football. to get into my football, starting to understand it on a different level. Um, starting to break into playing at a different level even um, you know it's not a you know 
deeply analysing every game, watching the pre-match and post-match yeah. interviews, all that sort of thing. And it just fell at that time where... It was a good time, Chelsea. It was like the sky here just went boom. Yeah. And like all this analysis, as you just said, it just went took off. And in and London, Chelsea were right at the front of it. A flashy club, let's say, you know... No, they are. They are. Um, some money around it, the location, um, all that stuff just fell straight in my lap and I lapped it up um, <laughs> because um, Chelsea were you know Chelsea were a solid side before that um, you know I remember um, being being close a couple of times and the invincible season Chelsea were clo- you know the they were starting to come come good then like yeah. they were starting Ranieri uh, brought them in he sort of got them to a, a certain level and they were, they were starting to make the <coughs> signings as well and different things. And they were starting to play in the Champions League more. Yeah. And you get uh, further and further. Get further and further. Didn't you beat Arsenal one year in the Champions League, which is a big result? <coughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry. I can't remember the specific season. Um, but, you know, over the, over the, um, the previous, those 2006, over the previous 10 years, like, in the last, say the last 20 years from now, 20 years, Chelsea, you know, have rarely finished outside the top five, top six. Mm. Um, apart from they've really stabilised themselves. Let's not talk about tenth that year. Um, no, but but honestly, it is. I'll hopefully get the um, start up. But um, as I say, f- from going to that stable, solid Everton, Tottenham position, you know, we're we're a big boy, like, and that. Um, fell at that point and then after that it was that's when the Champions League that's what Abramovich wanted um, yeah. and I know Abramovich in, in, injected money because he definitely did do that <laughs> but he injected something else too he, he, he's involved in the club he, he, he's got a winning mentality he's got a winning mentality and he's got obviously that's from his business but um, you know he, he invested in the, well. yeah he invested in the club as a person too, um, he, you know, he watched, um, he was in America recently and I think he watched the Premier League game with the New York Supporters Club, that sort of thing, do you know what I mean? He he, he does get now, from the outside, he does get a bit of a bad, it's like I've been guilty of myself and I will still continue to do it, get a bad slide because there's something, not, it doesn't feel right, but there's just something gangstery or something about him like and you never know what, what's going on there but... How he made his money. Yeah, exactly, Um. But it's it, part of it that as well is looking on being a bit jealous because like that it was a goal away Cronkar's goal that beat Liverpool last, last game of the season and got Chelsea Champions League um I think it got Liverpool in the yeah Europe Europe UEFA Cup wasn't it mm-hmm. was the year before Mourinho arrived that could have been you know Abramovich could have been going to Anfield then and plan his money in there so the story goes um but it's interesting like Ch- Chelsea have turned into like a a, a real rival for Liverpool since then, since Mourinho and then Rafa, and they didn't like each other, and yeah, um, and then what happened in the Champions League, and 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 then what happened, just continued to happen in the Champions League, was continued to keep meeting each other, and and then with Gerrard, oh, you tried to sign Gerrard then as well, um, well, I meant Gerrard slipping, 
but oh, oh, oh wait, well. wait, 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 <laughs> wait! Was that ever mentioned in one of my podcasts? It's not to be mentioned. You just blindsided me there, like what, <laughs> motherfucker? What the hell? We were just having a nice conversation. And you just bring up one of the worst days of my life. Um, yeah, that happened, and of course it was Chelsea that ruined that for it. Do you know what I mean? It's, a, what... it's a nice rivalry. Though. I, I don't mind it. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's not like it's not like the United rivalry, or I don't know if you have that rivalry with a club, a derby in in, in London, but it's not like that. It's none Spurs. Of our, none of our rivals. St- are in the Premier League really so you know Fulham oh right yeah uh, okay yeah. One. Um, but when you play Spurs there's needle to it and, and there's always yeah there's, well there's needle to, to the London derbies in general like, yeah, there's, there's yeah. needle to West Ham with the whole Lampard thing surrounding it as well um, Arsenal because it's a top four and there's mm-hmm. Fabregas thing and there's you know there's all sorts of one on but I don't hate Liverpool no um, mm. I hate City uh, <laughs> And it's not just because they're so good. I don't know. Just I, you just really don't like them. I don't like them. You don't like Pep either, so you don't. I don't like Pep. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I, I know what this is kind of. People will say like, you're being completely hypocritical, but he seems to just buy everything. Like, um, <laughs> I think he gets if the players it's not working, playing certain ways, though. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, look at the way they're playing now. That's for another time. Um, um, I've got an interesting question before we finish up just about that Chelsea team uh, I have a funny feeling I know who you're going to give us an answer you might give a couple answers that Chelsea side <coughs> that won the league for the first, the Premier League for the first time in 04-05 and arguably their best ever side yeah. is there anybody from the current squad that would start in that team so I don't mean getting in the squad I mean start on the starting 11 yeah would it be Eden Hazard That's a very difficult question. It's a good question. Um, or would Aspilicueta be one of the fullbacks? I think. I think for that system, um, to keep the same system as two thousand four, two thousand five, um, is more likely, more likely answer for me. Um, just I think he fits in with the instead of Galas. Um, he's not going to start at centre half instead of Carvalho and no Perry, like. I, I thought more instead of Ferreira to be honest okay. um, that's originally well he can play any, anywhere across the mm-hmm. back he can play anywhere across midfield really but um, I think he's more in line with what they were about that 0405 team Hazard I mean he probably would get in like, let's be honest you don't want to take any Duff or Robin out but um, instead of Robin maybe He's what about instead of Good Johnson in the midfield um, Good Johnson in the midfield I know he played there a bit like but um, no I, I, I think um, I think more as for the quarter, um, what do you think I would be I would go in line with that I think that I know it's, it's hard to say it's very very hard he's brilliant he'll go down as one of Chelsea's best ever players like yeah, he will go down sure. top maybe 10 yeah. Um, but that team really was superb and I think it probably would be Asbilicueta and it probably would be, be Galas and Ferrer for me is much of a muchness really in my own opinion Like I know you probably watched Chelsea a lot more than I did but I don't know I, I quite liked Ferrer and, and Galas was quite good when he was not being a complete lunatic as well yeah. Um, so yeah I'd probably it probably would be Dave Asbilicueta yeah. would probably go in but Hazard, you could put Hazard in there, and say if you did a good Johnson and McLean and Lampard in midfield, or you could put Hazard, plop him in the midfield beside McLean and Lampard, and you'd be 
you'd have those two sitting and then you'd have the wee man just doing whatever he wants and two men beside him Duff and Robin and then Job up front that would be quite (laughs) scary like but um, that was good that was interesting like it's to get you on chatting about Chelsea um, there's obviously football going on at the minute I think Arsenal won the last Gazette team that scored a decent goal like is that good for my fantasy team? Oh, nice. Um, oh yes, our competition. So we did that before we came on. Um, couldn't get the the, the video thing going because I need. I will basically it's coming up for Christmas and I need a new camera to get that sorted or so another phone to record it on. But we did a draw and it was uh, Mr. Jordy McCoo has won, um, which is quite nice. Uh, so what we'll do, Jordy, is I'll get that voucher off Sean for you actually. I might have one here as well. Sean might need to widen his door for Jordy to get in, get his <laughs> shoulders in. Yeah, um, and I'll get that over to yourself as you get it posted out here. I can get Brent to give it over to yourself. But um, well done, Jordy, um, for winning that competition. There's twelve free haircuts, so don't use them all at once. Like that'll be well, that'd be mad. Yeah. Um, but uh, thanks for everyone for joining in the competition and liking and sharing the sports battle. We're going to try and get more done. We won't just do it on Sean because that wouldn't be really fair <laughs> on Sean but we will try and get more gathered up and different things and, and thanks to Sean at, at the Cambridge Barbershop for doing that for us and, and I, listen lads it's coming for Christmas you're going to need that Christmas haircut you're more than likely if you're in Northern Ireland or whatever you're going to head to Belfast to do your Christmas shopping take an extra hour an extra hour and a half give yourself a bit of time pop on in the Lisbon Road shop on a Sean Miller's shop and go and see the lads at Cambridge Barbershop and get yourself sorted uh, Brent, thanks for coming on. No problem. Send the other thing I want to say is send us questions. Like I like that. Yeah, firing questions. Thanks to that um, from Kieran. Uh, Manny actually from the Bible screen asked us what does uh, United have to do to keep Jose happy, and uh, there's no answer to that. Jose, you can't, he can't he, keep. He, uh, speaking from experience, you can't keep him happy. He can't keep him happy. Um, there you are. That was that. Answer. When the travel? I, I don't know. That, well, let's hope that never happens. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming on, uh, Brent. Thanks for everyone no. for listening. We'll get ourselves ready for next week for the, the return of the prince. Yes, we'll have to pull the, in an extra chair. The Dark Lord is back. Pull in the throne for him. <laughs> pull in the throne for the prince. Um, hopefully Arsenal will lose before then, so at yeah. least we'll have some. If they keep winning games, it'll be too much fun. Two opportunities for them yeah. to lose. So. But thanks for joining. As always, like, share and subscribe. Um, I've got my column coming up later on this week. Hopefully going to be out on Friday for you. Uh, it made me laugh again already, so hopefully it makes you laugh. If you're a Celtic fan, tune in for it because I'm going to the slag is basically because you aren't invincible you just get thumped in Champions League football you can't be invincible <laughs> if you're it. invincible you win every game I don't even want to get into it I'll remember my column but save it for the column I will uh, as always as I said like, share and subscribe and check us out on the Sports Bowl on Facebook and Twitter but thank you very much Jeez. for listening